Hello, I'm your host, Nosakari Osatohame, and you are listening to the Wandering Blackbird podcast, a podcast created with storytelling in mind. Join us as we explore life through books, faith, reviews, DIY, and self-care. How do I even start this podcast? It has been a while since I recorded anything here. I have been so busy with work and I have so many things I had to do this past few weeks. For example, I had to update some things in my bedroom and I was so busy with work trying to learn some new stuff in the company and it has been a lovely experience, honestly. Today I went to the supermarket to get some groceries and then from there I went to the salon to do my hair and I just got put in a good mood because it rained and I lit my candles, I ate dinner, I also got a bottle of water beside me because I tend to get exhausted when I talk for a long time. So here I am recording this podcast. Welcome back to today's episode of uh, We'll see. We'll just go with the flow here, okay? I haven't figured out a topic for this podcast yet. For this episode yet. So I'm just going with the flow. Oh, I almost forgot. Today I went to the bookstore and I found a collection of Harry Potter books. I found the Sorcerer Stone the Chamber of Secrets, and everything was there, and I was just golden at it, like, oh my goodness, can all these be mine, and can I just, can they just appear in my bookshelf? I can't believe that I found all the collections in one store, and I couldn't buy it, because it was way expensive, like, way, I buy books online, but these ones were way overpriced. The ones I saw online, whenever I want to buy books online through Instagram, I get them for 4,000 Naira, 3,000 Naira, 5K at most. So here in a regular bookstore where everybody goes to, like, I see it for 7,000 Naira. A copy, Nigerian currency, it's quite pricey, honestly. It's really expensive. I can't believe that one of the harry potter book is seven thousand naira and i just feel it's because it's a big store it's a big bookstore so they feel like they have to overprice and just put a huge amount an absurd amount on the book and i don't think that it's fair you know that's why i actually like buying books in a thrift store because then you get really good covers and they are read books that have been read and experienced by someone else and I actually like buying thrifted books but i just got into this bookstore because it was interesting and i found some books that i was looking for so when i saw harry potter collection i was so excited and i got discouraged by the price seven thousand dollars per copy so i was supposed to buy about four three of it like three four of it i was going to buy four of the harry potter collections so imagine me buying four for seven thousand each 
seven times four that is a lot 28 that is about what a 28,000 naira guys <laughs> that is like a lot okay i'm done reacting to this but i just feel like it's absurd but then there are other solutions i could go back on instagram and ask one of my book vendors for harry potter book and they will tell me three five or four thousand and honestly i'll prefer buying that and just paying a very small amount of money for delivery than buying it at the bookstore but that's just me i'm done ranting <laughs> i'm done ranting that is daylight robbery okay i'm done I'm done. How absurd. So I also got started on my movie marathon week. <laughs> I don't really ever mention it on this podcast, but lately I've just been watching series throughout this year and I rarely watch movies. So when Spider Man No Way Home came out, I was like Damn, I gotta watch this. I wanted to go to the cinema to watch it, but I couldn't because of work. And I wanted to spend my weekends just resting. So, I decided to download it instead. No Way Home was so good. It was so, so, so good. It was a treat for me because I got to see some of my oldies. Damn, like seeing their faces just reminded me of the times I used to watch Spider-Man. My very first Marvel movie was Spider-Man. And it was so, so, um, I don't know if it I was just reminiscing and reminiscing of my childhood because Spider-Man was my childhood. Growing up, I would watch Spider-Man cartoons after school and even before school i would watch as much as i can on tv yeah we it was so it was so interesting the cartoons and he was my favorite character then after wonder woman because wonder woman is like my absolute favorite because i've watched her growing up i've seen her in cartoons and i absolutely love the costume and how badass she always were was and but spider-man no way home kind of got sad at some point and at the same time i almost cried because i saw andrew garfield and toby mcgirl damn so... <laughs> okay i'm done today i'm so excited because it was so nice to see them again it was so nice <sighs> um well no way home let me just give you guys the synopsis if you haven't seen it you should definitely see no way home spider-man no way home there are other series in the spider-man franchise but this is the last so far so you should see it from the beginning watch other marvel spider-man from like 2010 below or around that year before you move on to 2022 spider-man so it is okay the plot the plot the plot okay um so spider-man no way home a marvel movie about a friendly neighborhood 
spider-man whose identity is revealed in the movie we see that he everybody finds out that he is oh we all know his name anyways i've forgotten <laughs> i've forgotten his name anyways so his identity is revealed bringing the we he goes into conflict with his normal life and we see that and his identity being revealed wasn't a good thing because people would have liked him but his actions lately made people to dislike the spider-man and so it affected his friend's life whereby they were not able to go get into college because people saw them as acquaintances of spider-man who destroyed their city so he enlisted the help of dr strange my best okay i have so many favorite characters in the marvel franchise but i love dr strange if i love all of them there's no one no marvel hero that i can't say i don't like so okay dr strange so he enlisted dr strange's help i keep repeating stuff right okay he enlisted dr strange's help to reverse time and to make everybody forget that he's the spider-man and that led to a series of monsters coming in old monsters who also brought back old memories of when if you watch spider-man from when you were young you would know that the monsters are actually they are featured in this one where the ones that would show in those cartoons spider-man cartoons like um some villains like i've forgotten their name too okay let me try to remember the okay i remember one the green goblin that is like the most vicious villain i've seen in spider-man okay i think they are all vicious spider-man villains are like really cool compared to other marvel movies that i've seen i think they are really cool like green goblin dr octopus sandman okay these are actually people that were featured in the movie there are other villains like the jackal mr negative like i just feel like spider-man has the best villains of all time in all the marvel movies there is electro there is the shocker there is black cat seems there's so many so many so many and then in this movie we have just five we have green goblin dr octopus sandman venom new goblin i think venom is an interesting character because venom has like so many variations of his identity is just multiple and we see them in some episodes if you watched the spider-man cartoons growing up you would know that venom has they even have male and female venoms so although we didn't see much of him in the movie i don't think we saw him at all but we saw a lot of green goblin in fact green goblin was the main villain in spider-man no way home so okay let me continue with the synopsis so what was where did i even stop again so those monsters were released in the process of him trying to reverse what has been done and now his new quest was to try and to defeat the monsters or to bring them into a a space where he can send them back to their time 
and that would be catastrophic that was what we learned later in the movie and so he was trying to find a way to send them back to their time and still keep them alive because if he had sent them back they would have all died because he he killed those villains or rather he's this is so complicated because spider-man is also set in the multiverse just like most marvel movies are set in the multiverse so in another universe some of these villains had already died and if we were to send them back they would also their fate would be to die so he was trying to find a solution whereas green goblin was causing mayhem to the point where spider-man's auntie died and i think that was the saddest thing that has ever happened in marvel movie apart from the avengers last end game i cried in end game but this one made me shed tears multiple tears because i can't believe they actually killed a character for real in this and it's not like she could actually come back because when his auntie died or rather not his auntie his guardian died he couldn't bring her back and i was actually expecting that at the end of the day or at the end of the movie she would come back to life by some means of maybe reversal of time or something but that did not happen and i can't believe that happened i was shocked why would they kill her off like that i mean she was just a developing character we're beginning to see a lot more of her and just took her off the train ride it was so sad it was really so but at the end of the movie everything was sorted out and we almost lost our spider-man we almost lost um <laughs> the first spider-man and i would have cried even more if he had died i can't believe that they almost killed him off too but he just got away with a few injuries but he got better and i think the spider-man was more intense than the other ones i have seen before the other ones were lighter um they were really light i mean the first one um okay let me take this back a notch i hope you guys are getting what i'm trying to say here though and i feel like i've been ranting <laughs> so spider-man homecoming which is the first spider-man by tom holland as i mean tom holland being the spider-man was really light-hearted not much was going on there compared to this one this one was so intense that i look forward to the next spider-man like they really went all out in this in spider-man no way home to make sure that we are included well and that we are able to feel and see know the characters we are also able to to really like oh gosh how do i even put it yeah i already mentioned i were able to feel emotions for what feel what the character is going through and i have to say that tom holland really really did tried in his performance in as a spider-man in no way home compared to the first one i didn't really accept him the first time because i had i thought i had seen better and i had seen better characters portraying spider-man but 
I guess he's alright. <laughs> yeah, Tom Holland fans will come for me for saying this about their precious Spider-Man. I mean, my favorite was always Toby McGurr before Andrew Garfield came. Although Andrew Garfield is more like the goofy Spider-Man. He's not like serious and intense as Toby McGurr. Am I pronouncing that name correctly? Oh, well. So, yeah. I kind of like this. This episode, by the way, has a lot of spoilers. I should have mentioned it at the beginning, but it's way more interesting if you've watched the movie and you're able to relate with what I'm saying about the movie. So, yeah. I'm also going to mention this um, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya was still included in this movie. So I have to say that I don't really like her character portrayal because I feel like they didn't give her much, a lot of opportunity to, to act in this movie. She was just there. And honestly, I would love to see Zendaya being a an actual superhero in Marvel and I hope there will come a time when maybe you should acquire powers or something or get hit by lightning become flash <laughs> or like maybe acquire some kind of powers that will make her a part of the Marvel heroes. That would be quite awesome but then that is just me dreaming and going way over my head. And she likes to mention William Dafoe. William Dafoe is the guy who played Green Goblin. I don't have to say that he's a very, very good villain. Damn, he really killed it. He killed his role. I can't even... <laughs> he did horrible things. Terrible things. And yeah, he was in the first Spider-Man movie I watched. He was also a villain there. But I think he was his most villainist <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, in this movie, it was really good, and I feel now I feel like I have finally, finally purged my emotions of how I felt about this movie. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much. I'm going to watch it again, but I'm going to give myself two months so that when I watch it again, it will still be as awesome. Oh, it's a must watch. It's a must watch guys and this is just me ranting yeah i've been saying that for the past few minutes now so shall i move on you can let me know give me feedback of what you think of spider-man no way home and shall i rate it i'll rate it eight over ten because the two is for i don't know why they killed his aunt may I mean, they shouldn't have. I mean, she should have remained in Spider-Man, and she died in such a gruesome and sad way. So I don't. I think that's a thumbs down. But for the rest, it's a thumbs up. The villains, thumbs up. The action, thumbs up. Oh yeah, and trust Marvel movies to always destroy buildings and destroy the environment. That's. I wish there was a way. Like, it just makes it look so unrealistic that how can they? 
be happy with these heroes when they destroy the bridges they destroy their houses they destroy everything they, they come in contact with you know when they were even climbing there was this scene where they were climbing the the statue of liberty and i was just shocked that i was having anxiety that i didn't mean to destroy the statue also that's going to be so unreal and so annoying like i hope nothing happens to my statue of liberty <laughs> all those thoughts were just running in my head but it was all good they didn't destroy it that much they caused a few damages but i don't even know why i'm thinking about that now anyways go and watch spider-man no way home it was really good it's a treat and if you love spider-man if you watch spider-man cartoons growing up and if you if you followed up with the movies from previous years you would definitely love this one say i'm talking like i'm advertising the movie but this is not a paid sponsorship or something this is just me a movie lover expressing how she feels and i have a lot of movies that i would love to review on this podcast so much so many things so much you know i watch movies a lot every single day i always make sure i watch a video above 40 minutes which is also a movie slash series so yeah that's it moving on like i said five minutes ago <laughs> I'm currently reading Sandy Turn by Jane Austen. I have been really into Jane Austen's books lately. I read Pride and Prejudice for the 10th time. When I was in university, I would read it like whenever I'm bored because I loved Pride and Prejudice, the sarcasm, the the humor. And I know most people will not even find it hilarious. And people wondering that, what, where is the humor in Pride and Prejudice? It's a novel, by the way, if you're wondering why I just brought this up. So, yeah, I'm reading Sanditon. Sanditon is a novel written by Jane Austen, and it's kind of the same setting with Pride and Prejudice, which is, she uses similar settings in her books, so yeah, that's just basically it. And then I'm reading Notanga Abbey by Jane Austen also, so yeah i'm just having a jane austen moment in my life (laughs) whereby i want to reminisce on her books her use of language and her just to to do a little textual analysis of and in the process of doing textual analysis of these books i kind of find out that she sanditon and not anger abbey is not anger abbey by the way that's like the name of the book is similar to they're both similar in terms that a girl moves from her family home to to um to the city kind of city-like setting and whereby she's introduced to society so it's interesting it's a must read if you like those kind of books those kind of settings like english the 1800s and all the victorian era so yeah that's what i'm currently reading and i hope to do a review slash comparison of those two texts on this podcast soon next week or so (laughs) 
so and yes yeah, spoilers ahead because whenever i mention books or movies or stuff i'm doing they are always spoilers so just be prepared but i'm not going to talk about the book now i'll probably talk about it later because i'm still reading notanga abbey and i'm really enjoying myself because it feels like i'm watching a movie and yeah i also watched the movie sanditon because sanditon was made into a series so i've finished it and i'm still watching because season two is out by the way but i just want to read the book to get another perspective so that i can compare it with notanga abbey what else am i currently doing with my time working working monday to thursday then on fridays i go for my cds cds means community development service and i go there every friday and those are usually my fridays are my stressful days because usually i would one would think that cds days are supposed to be your free time but i'm not usually free as i mean the stress of going to a far place sitting down having meetings having to sign your name on the attendance sheet and going for services like community development services all that is just so stressful so my free days are saturdays and sundays and i made a new friend i hope to go out with her not a new friend but like she's a friend so we plan on going out this weekend just to chill out and get my mind off things and i also look forward to sundays and sundays are days where i get to dress up and just be myself once again because mondays to to fridays i'm on uniform either work uniform or my nysc uniform so i wear my safety boots my helmet my reflective jackets on mondays to thursdays so that's just why i look forward to sundays because sundays i wear my heels my dress and i do makeup to church or sometimes i don't wear heels and i don't do makeup i just go to church and i feel better so that is basically how my week goes there is this bible verse that i have been dwelling on this past few weeks it is your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path and this is found in proverbs chapter 27 verses 9 this verse resonates with me because i find myself lately studying god's word and to me i see it as a light for my path i see it as the only thing that is keeping me sane and the only thing that keeps me on the right track and so whenever i don't study the word i feel guilty and studying the word doesn't necessarily mean sitting down on a chair and just reading the bible you have to also understand it and 
there are other ways to study the word for example i put on my podcast every morning sometimes when i can sorry about that i put on podcast i have a christian podcast where they read the bible or or they study the bible study a verse or they just pray or they're um say daily masses because i'm catholic so that is also to me a way of studying god's word and including and involving god in my life so that i stay on the right path and i remember that i am not alone and in this journey i am not going through the journey for just myself and that god has to be involved in my life so basically this First, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path is my compass towards God and towards remembering that, towards remembering the importance of God's word in my life. So there are so many ways for you to incorporate God into your life. So just... The things I mentioned are just some of the few ways. Oh goodness, the background noise. So sorry. <laughs> okay, I think it's a bit quiet now. So yeah, what else have I been up to? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of movies. I mentioned one, Spider-Man No Way Home. I did a review of it. But there are many others that I have been watching. For example, Riverdale. Riverdale is a series that I've been watching for the past four years now. I've been following it up. And they have released about six seasons or more. But for now, I'm in season four because I haven't focused on finishing it yet because I've been savoring it. Riverdale is a really good series because I liked, I fell in love with it because it's a, it's like, an extraction of Archie comics so it's you see the characters are named after the characters in Archie comics you see Archie, Betty, Veronica and Jughead but all the characters Pussycat Dolls you see them in this Riverdale series and that was the first thing that drew me to this series and here comes the icing and cake it was a mystery filled movie and I love Mystery Field series series well. You don't even know what's happening. It's like a strange setting, but like really interesting. So from Riverdale I got into um Sabrina and Teenage Witch. I read Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was sixteen years old. I read the novel and it was so good and when I found out that a series came out, I was like, What? This is like candy to me so yeah that's some of the movies series i've been watching and then i've been watching pretty little liars so if you're a fan of movies you can tell that all these names that i've mentioned these movie titles i've mentioned have the same theme which is mystery and mystery just mystery basically they're all mystery movies and I love me a mystery, okay? And that's why I watch cartoons like Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo 
you can watch this as a young adult in fact as an adult you can watch it i feel like cartoons are not supposed to be age bracketed like i feel like everybody can watch cartoons and when i'm 50 years old i will still watch cartoons okay and i think i've deviated here okay let me go back to series i'm watching riverdale pretty little liars i mean season five of pretty little liars it is so good such a treat and i'm watching the crown it's a period drama it's really good i'm watching um it's a lot actually i would feel like i should even make a new episode on everything all the movies i'm watching and just a few comments on them it's going to be really fun i look forward to that so some cartoons i just finished um f is for family it's like a really cool cartoon for adults not for kids by the way (laughs) it's really good because it's just shows a toxic a dysfunctional family but at the end of the day they all love each other so it just shows family in dysfunctional state basically it's a really good cartoon for like entertainment purposes not for children (laughs) and then i started watching family guy for the first time in my life i haven't seen family guy although it has always been on my list the simpsons i've started watching it although i kept it for later later cartoon i can watch it at any age so i don't really care about growing out of the age of me watching cartoons i will always watch cartoons then that's it for now i've actually forgotten but everything has left my head everything about cartoon movies because i can't remember them until i actually settle down and know in my mind that i want to talk about series movies cartoons that i'm currently watching oh there is one i'm watching outlander you know i've followed that movie that series up to for the past three years let me just sing the intro sing me a song of a last that is gone say to that last be i it's a period drama it's so interesting guys need to check out outlander it is so good it's a combination of reality versus supernatural but not like supernatural it's just like a girl who a woman who time travels to the past through a stone and we see all the adventures she went through not really adventures just like her going through those periodic happenings things that had happened in history she knows of their future she meets a scottish guy who she falls in love with has a family together with and she also travels back in time and still travels oh god i feel like i'm clouding your mind with stuff that you only need to find out if you watch it watch outlander i'm done i think the season six yeah the season six came out so i started watching that it's really really good really good guys really good not for kids by the way <laughs> all the cartoons i mentioned are not for children but they are really good really interesting hmm i just want to take a break i'm gonna sip on my water now
I feel better. Okay. I'm ready to move on. I could talk about movies all days, all day, but I think I should move on. <laughs> so I'm going to move on by ending this episode here. Thank you guys for listening up to this moment. It was really fun recording this episode, and I hope to to see you guys in my next one. Thank you and. Good night because it's 8.20 p.m. here and I think I'm going to have one more slice of bread and butter before going to bed. I know that's unhealthy but I just want to do that and feel better because I feel so stressed. But it was really nice recording this episode and talking about books, movies and all that good stuff. Bye.